ACOE places limitations on political yard signs. Horizon West residents speak out against growth. A retiring West Orange mailman reminds us of yesteryear. And I have a question for you, West Orange. What makes a hero? The date is May 12th, 2022. We're going to go through these stories and more. Welcome to West Orange on the Go. My name is Austin Arthur, and this is where we do local news and comment. And when I say local news, I mean hyper-local. West Orange, this is your news. We begin in 10 seconds. You're listening to West Orange on the Go. Brought to you by the West Orange Times and Observer. Hosted by Austin Arthur. West Orange on the Go. Property owners in Ocoee now have new rules that govern when they can place political campaign signs on their property. The Ocoee City Commission approved the recommended amendment for Article 8 relating to political campaign signs on Tuesday, May 3rd. Under the amendment, political campaign signs may be placed on commercial and residential private property no earlier than 90 days prior to an election or a referendum. Commissioner George Oliver, who ultimately opposed the amendment, raised concerns regarding First Amendment rights. Quote, that's a slippery slope because now we are talking about constitutional rights. End quote. The amendment comes after the commissioners received numerous complaints from citizens about political signs. Quote, I've got so many people telling me they are so tired of seeing the signs in my district. Well, that was Commissioner Rosemary Wilson And Oliver agreed some sort of regulation was necessary to prevent signs from being displayed for a year. Ultimately, he dissented. Mayor Rusty Johnson stated, quote, We regulate everything on people's private property. Anybody wants to do something in their yard, they're going to come and tell us about it. That's the way it works, not just here in Ocoee. It's everywhere, end quote. Several dozen Horizon West residents attended a community meeting hosted by Orange County to oppose a new neighborhood proposed near Avalon Road and New Independence Parkway. The meeting regarding land rezoning was held Thursday, May 5th at Bridgewater Middle School. The assistant project manager with Orange County hosted the meeting. The project's civil engineer was there to answer questions. And missing was their commissioner. Orange County District 1 Commissioner Nicole Wilson. Now, the applicants are requesting to rezone nearly 60 acres from A1 Citrus Rural District to PD Planned Development District in order to build 184 single-family homes within the town center of Horizon West. A majority of the residents in attendance were vehemently opposed to this, including focused opposition to a proposed Avalon entrance, citing additional traffic on an already busy road. One resident stated, quote, We have so much land they've stripped down. There's so much sand. We deal with it every time there's a storm, and you will add to that. Another resident opined, quote, This little area, Avalon, we remember what this used to be like Before the development, some of this property has been passed down from generation to generation. We didn't plan our lives and our children's lives to be so close to subdivisions that we can throw a rock at them. At first, we were annoyed. But now I think we're angry. 
the noise, the anxiety. We're being completely locked in. Our lifestyle is changing drastically, and nobody cares. End quote. And we will keep you posted on what is often referred to as smart growth. Next story, Denny's Corporation on May 3rd announced it has signed an agreement to purchase the Florida-based Kiki's Breakfast Cafe for $82.5 million. Kiki's Breakfast Cafe will operate independently from Denny's with its own leadership, strategies, products, marketing operations, and development initiatives. With over 52 restaurants total, Kiki's currently operates with three locations in West Orange and Southwest Orange, in Horizon West, Ocoee, and Dr. Phillips. Now, Governor Ron DeSantis on Friday, May 6th, signed a bill that will provide more than $1.2 billion in tax relief. House Bill 7071 provides for 10 sales tax holidays for a variety of items, including fuel, diapers, appliances, and more. All the details are laid out, including a listing of the tax holidays that you can take advantage of. Now, that's on our website at orangeobserver.com. That's orangeobserver.com. And then we have the big red boxes. Now, those are all around West Orange County. The big red boxes is where you get your free newspaper. It's a service to the community. We keep it free for you. You know, remember the old days, you used to have the coins. You'd put it in there and you'd get your newspaper. Well, we don't have any coins for this. It's just free. So go ahead to the big red box and and grab your hyper-local news every Thursday. And on to the next story. Winter Garden carrier Tim Rice is saying goodbye to the U.S. Postal Service following a career that spanned over three decades. There are certain addresses that will stick in Tim Rice's memory as a 34-year-old mail carrier for the U.S. Postal Service. Mrs. Canyon lived at 505 North Boyd Street in Winter Garden and kept a barbecue grill next to her mailbox. Every day, Rice opened the mailbox to deliver her mail, and then he opened the grill lid to find a 32-ounce glass of ice water waiting just for him. Over on Florida Avenue, another resident watched for him to walk up the street and then went outside to greet him also with a glass of cold water. And he knew when he walked onto Shirley Antiques on West Colonial Drive, a small chest filled with inexpensively priced refreshing sodas awaited him. Some of these were walking routes that he did. Take, for example, City Route 3. He could walk that in four hours and 45 minutes. He said, quote, My wife used to tell me I walked like my butt was on fire. You get your route done earlier that way. End quote. One good thing about his route is his own house is on it. So Rice stops there each day to have lunch with Sandy, his wife of 37 years. On his final day, he snapped a photo of the back of his opened mail truck, noting one change from over the years. It contained more packages than letters. Amy Questenberry has the full story in this week's paper. Certainly take a look, some nice images, and it's touching to see how close he was with many of his uh, 
residents that he served. You know, it really makes you wonder, though. It kind of makes you stop and think when you think about yesteryear. It makes you wonder if we're going in the right direction. It seems we've become less of a people of serious correspondence and more of a people of stuff. Something to think about and perhaps act on. And now let's go into our sports highlight. Andrea Mojica, she tells us that both Windermere High School and the First Academy celebrated double district championships in baseball and softball last week. Okay, congratulations. So you see, folks, West Orange is strong in the sports. And Andrea, as a staff writer, well, she does a lot of great pieces. But if you really want to know what's going on in the sports within our community, you need to check out what she's doing in the sports section every week. Every week, she lays out the hyper-local sports. You can't get this info in one place anywhere else. So if you're interested in the hyper-local sports, I encourage you to check out this week's paper and subscribe online. Okay, let's go and talk about our sponsor. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know it's Foundation Academy. They've been serving a Christ-centered education to the students and family of Central Florida since 1958. My daughter goes to this school, and I will tell you they are teaching her good values and good principles. They're teaching her that it's not all about stuff, that we need to think deeply and care about things, care about our past, yes, care about the present, and consider what we're going to do for the future. They serve grades pre-K through the 12th grade, and they have three beautiful campuses, but it's one great school, all Christ-centered Foundation Academy, where character matters. And now let's dip into the final page. We're here already. Okay, let's see. It is Annabelle Sykes. I selected this piece, a nice piece with beautiful pictures in the paper. Uh, And she writes, The Winter Garden Fire Rescue Department and the Ocoee Fire Rescue Department recently came together for a week of collaborative training at the south campus of Orange Technical College, also known as Mid-Florida Tech which also houses the Central Florida Fire Academy. Now, firefighters engage in a multitude of drills and evolutions with the help of the school's practice buildings and the department's equipment. Tom Smothers, acting fire chief at the Ocoee Fire Department, said the two departments are both small and the training allows more people to be involved in the same amount of time. In addition, the two often run calls together. If one department gets a house fire, In the middle of the night, chances are the neighboring city is going to be involved helping out. He said, quote, it helps us both understand what the other department is going to do. We all pretty much work under the same general protocols and under the same incident command system under Orange County. But it's great for us to get together when it's a low stress environment and work together. End quote. So we got a good acting fire chief over in Ocoee. I know we have a great fire chief here in Winter Garden. 
both great men in our community here, West Orange community. And, you know, I encourage you to look at this. Some really great pictures Annabelle took of these of these men and women in action there, training, working hard. Because, because one day, it's possible, perhaps, that in the middle of the night when they're at the station, well, they might get a call. They might get a call that could be their last. The truth is, is that these firefighters, they have committed to putting their life in the midst of great danger. It's the same with our police officers. They do it every day. They're out there putting themselves in harm's way so that harm's way can stay away from us. Not too dissimilar from the paramedics who are often firefighters as well. Most of the time they are. Putting themselves in situations of great danger. Risking their lives actively to help save others or protect others. We know that with the military, it's the same. They're going into active battle often at great risk of their own life. Why do they do this? Why? Well, because somebody has to. If we want to continue to get our stuff, to get our packages, to be able to go on social media and complain about something that doesn't matter. Well, if we want to continue with these luxuries, somebody's got to protect you. Somebody's got to take the risk. And I think we need to stop calling people heroes that aren't really heroes. It's something I've seen happening a lot lately. We're starting to classify certain professions, certain groups of people as heroes, and I, and I don't understand why, and I think that it is a problem. I think that words are very important. Politicians know this. They manipulate us all the time with their words. Well, regular folks like me and you, we need to start thinking about words too. And every time you call somebody, every time you classify a new profession or a new category is added to the list of heroes. Well, you are necessarily diluting what those who risk their lives do every day for us. Now, of course, you know, we use the phrase casually sometimes, and that's just fine. You know, maybe when somebody's walking down the street and they stumble upon somebody having a heart attack and they do something about it, maybe they didn't put themselves in direct danger, but they're a hero. Yes, we have exceptions to the rule. But the general classification of this term, heroes, I think it needs to be relegated to what it's always been relegated to. Those who are risking everything. So I salute our first responders, military personnel, firefighters, police officers. Thank you for being our heroes every single day. This has been Austin Arthur with the West Orange Times and Observer. And until next week, have a happy and blessed weekend. West Orange on the Go is brought to you by the West Orange Times and Observer. Hosted by Austin Arthur. West Orange on the Go.